the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today, your first day listening to Faith Talk Live? That's one in a row. You should be proud of yourself. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Hump Day. Look out. This lady right to the left of me. Uh, She's amazing. Barefoot in a Broken World is her latest book, and her name is Patty Gordon. And uh, Patty, how did we connect with you? Did you just hear about us? Uh, You saw the billboards... The television commercials, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, the magazine articles, and the uh, Facebook posts, and you said, I've got to get on that show. Is that what happened? All I don't that think and that's, more. I don't <laughs> think that's what yes. it is at all. Do you hear that? All that and more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell it to the judge. So how are you? Doing great. It's good to be here. Good, Thanks for having me. Good Good to have you. You're a part of also, what, uh, Deeper uh, deeper Women? Deeper, deep, deep, deep Water, water women. women. That's right. That's right. And you guys uh, started that, you and a couple other ladies, uh, a few years back, so we'll uh, get into uh, that. Uh, the uh, the first, do you have your phone on you? Do you uh, do it you, is in my purse. Oh, uh, Do you text much? Yeah, a little more than I should. Okay, maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do this next segment. What we started off with, we saw a post today that said your autobiography. The title would be the last text you sent. So, which didn't make any sense with mine. So, uh, yeah. So we looked at the last three. We'll do that maybe next segment and see what you text. I think the third one I sent. I sent to Joshua. He was asking me something. I I said basically, ask your mother. You know, if I had a dollar for every time I said that yeah. to Elijah, mm-hmm. my youngest, who's 17, yeah. I'd be yeah. a rich man. Ask, oh, I'd be on goodness. the beach. Absolutely. So how are you? I am doing great. I'm gr- I'm doing good. Lots going on. Lots yeah. going on. Well, what do you want to talk about first, the book? I mean, this is a book that's been out how long now? It's been out for a while now. It originally came out under Multnomah, mm-hmm. under the title Press Play, and then I bought the rights back. I got so much feedback from readers saying this is for not just singles it was originally for singles yeah and they said you've got to get it out i gave it to my mother she loves it mm. so um <laughs> I just, if mom likes it then then you're uh, golden. patty yeah. she that's has right. to say that. Yeah. i just want to let you in on that. <laughs> that's right so anyway i uh i bought the rights back and then i retitled it and i updated it a little bit and that's when I re-released it under the name Barefoot in a Broken World. Now, how difficult is it to buy rights back from a book that you had published in the beginning? Is that a major major challenge? Or? You know, I kind of just waited for the uh, for the contract to end. Okay, but there was still some. I mean, I still had another year on it, but it just was the right time. Yeah, and it, I tell you, um, Multnomah they sold a random house. And uh, they were so good about mm. just understanding that, you know, it wasn't doing much at the time. And so I thought, I'm just going to get it back. Now, you said this book is for singles and for couples, for just about everybody. The intention in the beginning was for whom? It, originally, it was for singles. Okay. But really what it is, it's kind of the chronicles of uh, each chapter is a story. And it tells uh, it, it tells a, a uh, about what, something God engineered in my life that taught me a scriptural lesson about him. And it took me from a place where I was very disappointed with where I was at life. Mm-hmm. I had tried everything I could to make ha- life happen the way I wanted it to happen. 
and ended up with um, all I wanted to be was married. Mm-hmm. But I ended up in my early 30s with no husband, uh, a career that I did not like. I had no money. And I finally gave up. I said, God, I'm, I'm done with trying to make life happen my way. Mm. Now I want life to happen your way. And so this is kind of the journey that he took me through and the lessons that he brought me through to the place of an incredible, um, I love my life. And also, along with what happened, um, you know, with where I ended up, he also became not just my Lord, but my friend. Mm-hmm. Because he, he ended up, um, I, I got to watch him uh, work in my life in response to my obedience to him. And he showed up in the most miraculous ways and showed me that not only is he powerful and, um, and, and he can do anything he wants in my life, but he loves me beyond anything I could comprehend. And I just ended up in such a beautiful place by simply surrendering my life to him. Hmm. Now, you said you were in a career that you really didn't care for. You weren't married. You were in your, did you say, early 30s? I was in my early 30s. As a matter of fact, what I'd done is, what I had done is my undergrad, I, you know, like I said, I went to, I went to college to get an MRS degree. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. wanted to find the right man for my life, and I really didn't have any. <laughs> I like how you said that. I wanted to find the right man. <laughs> yep, I thought Well, that Dan would... and I are taken, so the rest are, <laughs> yeah, the rest are just left over. Oh, bummer. No, I, <laughs> but, you know, God just, um, God just had a different plan for me. Mm. And so what happened was um, I went through and I got my undergrad, and of all things, back in the day, home ec education. Uh-huh. I thought, that's going to make me the best wife I can possibly be. Well, <laughs> Learn I got... how to cook, man. That's what... <laughs> cook that good stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I ended up um, realizing, when I went to uh, do my student teaching, I realized I could not keep discipline in the classroom to save my life. Mm, And I just, I was not a teacher. I just, that's the one thing I learned from my, from my, uh, uh, from my student teaching is I was not a teacher. I think a lot of people who go, who go into education find that out when they actually start teaching. They have grand ideas yeah. of, oh, I'm going to change kids' lives, and then they get to the kids, and you're like, I don't like kids at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like them. I just don't want to do Patty Gordon telling her story, Barefoot in a Broken World. So you get to a point, what was the breaking point, you think? Was it just that, or was it a, a number of things? You know, it's like the straw that breaks the camel camel's back. What was the straw? And you I, said, all right, I'm done. You know, I think what it was is, uh, and that's part of the, uh, one of the chapters in my book. I'd also gone on and got a marriage and family counseling master's degree and mm-hmm. ended up crying on the way home from work every day. Oh, I just yeah. couldn't do it either. I was too tenderhearted. So I got to my 31st birthday, and it was pretty much that. I looked at my life, and I thought, this just isn't working. And then around that time... One of my girlfriends, a very, very dear friend, um, passed away unexpectedly. Mm. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Right. You know, when Nancy died, I thought, oh, my goodness, she is before the Lord and she has invested her life wisely. And I said, if I would stand before the Lord today, what would I have to show for it? And I'd have to tell him, well, Lord, I spent my life trying to find the right man. Mm. And I thought, that's just not the legacy I want to leave. And so I just that's when I just said, "Okay, God. I'm yours. I'll do whatever you want. Wow. And he really, he really showed up in the most amazing ways. So, I mean, when you get down to that point, um, and, and well, I had a question in my mind and I just can't formulate it, but 
Um, you know, obviously, God a lot of times will bring us down to that point. Uh, before that point, where did you have it in your mind that that I'm trying to do it my way, or or did God teach you you've been trying to do it your way? Now let's do it my way. Both, both. As a matter of fact, you know, I spent my life hearing. You've got to have now. I'm not against having a plan, mm-hmm. but by God, you've got to have a vision for your life. You've got to move. And that's what everybody tells us. Yeah, absolutely. And the only problem was I was fighting God right and left to get my vision, hmm. to get what I thought I wanted to have out of life. And He really, really broke me hmm. in that in that during that time of my life. And what was so sweet is I said, "Okay, God, if, if I don't have a if you if it's not my vision." I, what is it? I kept saying, God, what is the vision you have for me? Because I gotta, I gotta know what it is so I can go for it. Right. But He didn't give me a vision. Mm-hmm. What He told me is clearly. I, I I remember the night so clearly. I was just in bed and just praying and praying to God. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? He said clearly to my heart, obey. Mm. And so I thought, okay. He brought the, the verse to mind where he says, you know, I have created a path of good works and laid it before you that you may walk, that you may walk in them. And I thought, okay, God, that is your answer. And he gave me such peace that all I needed to do was, was get up in the morning. Um, and because I didn't have a vision for, for what I, he didn't give me something to shoot for, right. I just need to look at my feet, you know, look at, look at the path he had in front of me mm-hmm. and do the best that he put that, you know, the best I could do with everything he put in front of me. Right. And that's what I did. And it led to some places that I would have never uh, had for myself. No, I could have never dreamed. And I think sometimes that's why he doesn't say, this is going to be the end goal. Because then we go, oh, gosh, well, I'll never get there. Yes. Well, not in your own strength. No, but in mine, you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. I, not only would I never get there, I'd be too afraid to go. Mm-hmm. If he showed me what was ahead for me. Because what one of the things he did is gently led me through some of the most uh, through some of my most some of my most greatest fears, wow. and uh, yeah, that I mean, I would stand up before like one of the things was public speaking. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a horrible experience when I was a little kid, and I you know, and um, I just never I was too afraid to raise my hand and uh, ask a question in Sunday school. I mean, yeah. I was that bad when he called me to, to to speak, and then he just he just put me in the places where I had to trust him, and sure enough. Now I actually enjoy it. Wow. You think that's really common uh, that folks, I know for me, I have to have a plan or I, I start, their smoke starts coming out of my my ears <laughs> I, because I want to know what's coming up next. Oh, and that's man. fear in a sense. It's insecurity. Mm-hmm. It, but to, to me, what you did, one step at a time being obedient, that's just bold. That's like faith, right? Oh, it my is. gosh. Yeah. It does take some faith. You think that's common, though, <laughs> isn't it? That most people want to know, yes, God, I'll go, but you need to tell me where I'm tell going. Tell me where I'm going first. But you yeah. had no idea, just step after step. No that, That's idea. like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Patty Gordon Jones. <laughs> Where's it? your whip I mean, and hat? I mean, yes, seriously, it is. isn't it? It felt like it at the time, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he really, um, one of the things that he did is he didn't give me any other option. Because I'd already seen what I could do, and it was nothing. And then also, that when he called me to go out on my own as a freelance writer, that was one huge, huge fear for me as well, not to have the security of a paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when, yeah. He put, when he brought me out um, uh, into the, as I call it, the thin air of self-employment, <laughs> um, <laughs> there were many times it was hand to mouth, but I tell you, it was so sweet as I got to watch him do miracles and pull projects out of the woodwork for me when I thought there was no hope. And there were times that I actually looked for jobs. I'm thinking, oh, this is too scary. I can't do this. But he wouldn't. I mean, I could not get 
the I could not get any job. Hmm. Let me stop you there. We're going to take a hard break, and that's all chronicled in your book. We want to talk about that right after the hard break. Patty Gordon with us, and uh, stay right there. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackwood. This is Faith Talk Live. We've just been informed that our ratings have doubled. Yes, both listeners are tuned in today to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. I'm up. Oh, yeah. Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Wednesday. Patty Gordon in the studio talking about Barefoot and a Broken World. She's also a part of Deeper Water Women, and they've got uh, workshops and there's a conference coming up in May. We'll uh, touch on that and see what's going on there. What a story. And uh, Dan's going to ask her something that uh, we played around with, what, the first mm-hmm. segment, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. About the autobiography in her last uh, text. But uh, meanwhile, tomorrow and Friday, it'll be a best of Dan and I. Well, Dan uh, is going to suffer for Jesus in uh, Orlando, Florida, right? Uh, no, no. I'll is be that in, not? I'll what? be in Columbus, Georgia with uh, a bunch well, of Well, you high really schoolers. are suffering for Jesus <laughs> <Yes>. then. <laughs> at, a, at a conference with uh, about a thousand teenagers. Oh, so, yeah. okay. So pray for Dan. I thought yeah. you were going to Disney. No. No, no you're no, going. No. Oh, no. Yes, you're Chaperoning really... a trip with a Oh, high look out. Yeah. Fast and pray for Dan because uh, hopefully he'll come back on Monday in one piece. Yeah. Right? I think I will. Yeah. Best ups, though, on uh, Thursday and Friday. We'll be back Monday uh, just uh, and have uh, a number of uh, great shows. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. Youssef, uh, of course, you hear Dr. Youssef of Faith Talk Atlanta, 970 WNIV and also 590 WDWD. Dr. Youssef has a brand new book. It's called Saving Christianity. And uh, we want you to check it out. It's really a good book. It's actually not out. you got to pre-order it. You can go to uh, leadingtheway.org, Dr. Youssef. Remember we had him in the studio mm-hmm. a number of months ago. He is uh, off the chain, so check out that. All right, we're talking with Patty Gordon. First of all, let's find out what the name of your autobiography would be. Did you check your text? I checked my text, okay. and I can't believe the last text I sent said, can't wait. <laughs> oh, see, that's perfect. It is. Perfect. I can't wait, God. Tell me now. That's what I. That's what I want to know. Now, was that to somebody that knew you were going to be on the show, and they trying to talk you out of it, and you said, "No, well, I can't. I, I can't wait." No, no, no. It was just something I'm going to go to. So, oh uh, my goodness, oh, that's, fun. that's good. I can't wait to to read that. Uh, can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. I, oh, there you go. I there. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so let's get into. Uh, you, you talked about how you started off teaching and found out that wasn't for you. You went into marriage and family counseling and did that for a little while, but that wasn't for you either. And that's when you gave up and said, all right, God, what am I doing? Uh, now, it might seem like you were wasting time there, but has God used those uh, that education in what you're doing now? Absolutely. He does not waste a thing. He has not wasted a thing in my life. To me, it is... Um you know, just I, I tell you the, the uh, education part. I ended up one of the things that I do is design training for uh, training for um, companies, and of course that just works beautifully in. Um, I, you know, I still have my own business, mm-hmm. and then um, with the with the marriage and family counseling. Oh my goodness, I use that every day of my life, mm. both in my relationships, in my uh, in my writing, in my speaking. It has just been. Uh, I mean, God is amazing the way he we- he weaves everything together. And uh, even the mistakes we make in our life. Mm-hmm. When you pass that along to other ladies, I'm sure you've, you've put that in the book, but when you pass that on to other, well, even men, I mean, other people, mm-hmm. how do they react to that? Because a lot of times we look at the past and things we've done, and we said, uh, I mean, myself included, well, that was a waste of yeah. a few years. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm glad I'm on track now. And then I find that those things do work together, although initially I go, hmm, that was a waste. Yeah. What do, how do they react when you say that? You know, I, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that, have that, 
that come to me and, and ask me about, you know, forgiveness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. forgiving themselves, forgiving and even forgiving God. Right. Mm-hmm. right. They think they mm-hmm. can, they, that God did not uh, do what they wanted. And so they have to forgive God, they say. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think the, the pulling the plug on the past is one of the talks I give. And uh, one of the things that I have seen is Psalm, what, what is it? Oh, I mean, I, I Psalm 119, is it 119? Mm-hmm. 139. 139, where it says that from while we were yet in our mother's womb, mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. wrote every one of the day of our days while there was yet none. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was going through a particular difficult time. As you get older, you look back over your life, and I think, God, did I so miss it? Mm-hmm. Did I mess it up so bad that I just completely, I completely missed your purpose for my life? Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I, I went through a couple weeks of just really, really grieving that. And then one day he clearly told me, Patty, I knew from the beginning of time every single thing you would do, mm. and I made you anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it was not a surprise to God. He gave me, he gave me um, my free will. He gives us our free will. And I do believe that part of it is to show his glory mm. because he is such um, an amazing, sovereign God that he can use anything. For our good and his glory. Mm-hmm. Patty Gordon t- uh, telling us her story and Barefoot in a Broken World is her latest book. It chronicles her journey of how Jesus became not only her Lord, but uh, also her friend. So it's been out for a while. And you say mm-hmm. this is for couples, for singles, for really for everybody. everybody. Your favorite responses to this book so far, you think uh, folks come up to you, maybe text you or send you an email and go, Patty, you'll never believe what your how your book has touched my life. You know what? Yes, one of my favorite responses. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When I when I started writing, God made it very clear I need to be incredibly honest. And when He called me to write my story, I, the first my my first thought was, "Oh no, I have made so many mistakes." It's like God, please Not don't. Not my make... <laughs> story. Can I make That's up right. one? That's right. You got the wrong girl, God. And uh, but it, it just failure after failure. And mm. I thought, oh my gosh, can I even do this? Um, but I just got, I just, I just, I just did. I finished it up. I was getting ready to send the manuscript off to, uh, Multnomah at the time. And it was the day before it was due. And I was on my way to the grocery store because I didn't have any, anything, any food in the, in the whole house because I'd been working so hard on it. And, uh, I remember pulling out of my driveway and I said, and I, it hit me. People are going to know my failures. Mm -hmm. They're going to see things that I haven't told anybody. Wow. And I can't even control who's going to hear it. Yeah. And I just said, or who's going to read it. And um, I just said, God, God, okay, I'm I'm just going to call Noma. I'm going to tell them the deal's off. I'll send them back there, you know, (laughs) their advance, you know, this, I just don't want to do it. But um, God just really gave me, he gave, he told me, he gave me a piece. He says, Patty, you just do it. Well, one of the, and I did, and one of the sweetest responses I get is emails and when people come up to me and say, Patty, I didn't think anybody ever felt like that or thought like that mm. or went through that or did that mm. except me. Mm. And I said, thank you. And, and they would tell me, thank you for sharing that. I am not alone. And I know that God can use it in my life. Yeah. So that's been the that That's is so been the cool. most rewarding. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Now, I know you said uh, it started out uh, when you first published it under a different name, Press Play, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm a word picture guy, and I love 
the the picture that the title creates, Barefoot in a Broken World. Tell me how yes, that came about. Yes. Well, it really came, um, you know, I, I just kept thinking we live in such a broken world. And, um, and so I wanted to incorporate that in the title somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I spent a long time trying to figure out what I was, what I wanted to, to say, or, you know, what that title should be. And finally, I just got to the place where I, I, I called some of my girlfriends and I said, could you come and pray with me and just, and just brainstorm with me? And it actually came from two friends. Uh, we were, we were just going through a bunch of stuff and one of the girls, uh, brought up the time, the time, the thought of a barefoot, mm-hmm. the whole concept of barefoot, and then my other friend Catherine, she said Donna was the one, Donna Donna Moody, she's the one that said you know brought up the barefoot, and then Catherine Williams said barefoot in a broken world, and you know what? As soon as she said that, I just thought this is it, mm. and we just got down and on our knees and thank God because we really believe that was His title for this book. Because there's there's so much that it can mean. I mean, obviously, when you're when you're barefoot, walking on glass or rock, mm-hmm. you got to walk really carefully, uh, and you're having to trust. I mean, is did all that go into that title? Absolutely. We we live in a in a dangerous world mm-hmm. just because it is broken, and um, the 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 subtitle is stepping to heaven from here, mm. and it's just. Uh, it's just how God can God leaves us in this broken world, right. but He can He can bring us to a heavenly place in the midst of it. Hmm. Patty Gordon talking about her book Barefoot in a Broken World. When you did you journal the stuff before you put it in book form, or did you just have to remember it? And how did that process go? Did it bring up challenging thoughts, uh-huh. voices? Uh, and how did you overcome that? Very, very much so. I, you know what was interesting is I do journal, and I've got, I got volumes and volumes and volumes and notebooks and notebooks of journals through, through the years. Quite frankly, I started going through those, and I was just so overwhelmed. And I said, God, would you bring to mind the stories that you want hmm. and the lessons that you want in this book? I mean, I, I've got another whole book I want to write, and I've got a whole series of stories again, too. But... Um, so I just kind of listened to the Lord, and those were the ones that came up. And what was really interesting is I thought they would be individual. I didn't, I didn't realize that they were going to all, all um, string together and tell an overall story mm-hmm. in, uh, 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 throughout the whole book. And that was a real surprise to me. But um, each chapter is a story I thought, I am busy. Everybody's busy. I'm just going to give them one little story at a time. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way I wrote it. And uh, for busy people who can just do one chapter at a time and be okay yeah. and have a, have a complete story in that. So, um, yeah, there, was a, there were a lot of – there was going back to some of those experiences was extremely difficult. The I'll first bet. one, yeah. uh, I lost my dad and two of my sisters in, sisters in an automobile accident mm. when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And so to re oh, – I had to really relive that wow. to go deep again. And it was a very cathartic experience. But mm-hmm. when I was done with that chapter, I said, God, God, would you, would you give me something fun to do next? <laughs> and so the next one, uh, the next chapter I wrote was, is called Beginnings. And it really is. It's going back to my childhood and, and, and working through all the, the craziness of that crazy traumatic experience. And I had such a good time. I would sit on my, de- um, on my bed with my computer and I'd write a little bit and then I'd laugh and then I'd write a little bit and I'd laugh. And so it was a complete opposite experience from all the tears I shed when I, when I wrote uh, The Promise. As you went back through your, your journals and, and not only reading through the hard times, but then also seeing ways God provided uh, throughout 
that that's kind of like looking back and seeing those Ebenezer's that we put up. Uh, was that helpful to you in your walk with God? Oh, it was so wonderful. I tell you, I, anybody who doesn't journal, I really encourage you to journal because there's many times I go back when going through a difficult time. And you know how the the uh, Israelites put the twelve stones. Mm-hmm. You know they brought those and made it made a little monument to what right. God had done in their lives as a reminder. And so my journals have served as a reminder through the years. And one of the things I've started doing is uh, is I started putting a star at the top of the ones that were really impactful to me. Right. And so I go back and I read those sometimes, and it just lifts me up. It's like, oh my gosh, God, you re- I-, I forgot you did that. You yeah. did that. It was such a blessing. Mm-hmm. You, ma- you mentioned last segment that uh, your mom read it. Uh, <gasps> after she read it, yes. how did she react? Oh. I mean, did she had to go through the the story mm. of the, the 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 tragedy of your of your dad and your sisters? How how did yeah. she do? How did she make that? You know what? It was the sweetest thing. My mom lived in Omaha. She is she has passed since passed away. Okay, and it was the sweetest thing because I was so thankful I wasn't there to pick up the phone. When she called right after she read it mm-hmm. and she just she just says, Patty, I read it. I I just loved it. And she goes on and on. And, and you know, she just left this incredibly wonderful uh, uh, voicemail. And, you know, that was back in the day when we have those voicemail, uh, those uh, the machine. machines, <laughs> that machine. And it cut her off. <laughs> it, no, no, thank goodness. This is no, the second part my of my voicemail. <laughs> but I tell you what, I saved that yeah. voicemail. Oh, and to man. this day, it's in my basement. Every once in a while, oh, I bring it up oh. and I play it. She has been gone about 10 years. Mm. But I, I, not quite, but close. And I I play it over and over and over again, just as a sweet reminder mm. of you know who my mom was, and to hear her voice again, and yeah. what a sweet thing! Oh, so that she is loved so cool. It. Wow. She loved it. Patty Gordon, barefoot in a broken world. She's the author and a speaker. And, and next segment, we're going to talk more about uh, deepwaterwomen.com, what that is all about, and ladies, how you can be a part of it. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. When you find yourself in a time of trouble. You've probably been listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Author, speaker, Patty Gordon in studio. We're talking about a book, Barefoot in a Broken World, and we're going to segue into uh, deepwaterwomen.com. It's something she's a part of, and... uh, they're just rocking the Casbah with that. They got a conference coming rocking up. The Kasbah. Rocking the Casbah. Rocking the A Little clash <laughs> reference yeah, there nice. to all you old timers. Uh, anyway, we'll tell you more about that in uh, just a few. Uh, speaking of ladies, every year we have our women in ministry, and this year it's May the twelfth at the Cobb Energy Center. We've done it a few times at Cobb Energy mm-hmm. Center. Great venue there. Ladies love it. Dan and I usually do a live show, and then they kick us out, lock the doors, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually they email us and tell us what happened. But anyway, it's May the 12th. Keynote speaker this year is Pam Jenkins and worship by Jody Messina. Yes, that Jody mm-hmm. Messina. So you can get all the details and purchase your tickets at uh, faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Patty Gordon, let's talk about Deep Water Women. What is Deep Water Women all about? Well, I tell you, it only started about a year ago, in fact, a little over a year ago. Um, it was basically the brainchild of Donna Beverly. Mm-hmm. She is a retired attorney. And then she uh, she came up to me one time after she'd heard me speak, and she said, Patty, what would you think if you, I, and Amy Consoli, another uh, dear friend who is at our who uh, we know through church, um, would do conferences and start a ministry for for uh, the women from smaller churches who do not have 
where churches don't have the resources mm-hmm. to do a mature uh, women's ministry. Right. And I said, let's do it. So that's how it started out. So we uh, we are really based on three main. We focus on three main pillars: deeper identity, deeper intimacy with God and others, and deeper impact. And so what we what we do is we have we're going to have uh, we had our first conference back in November. And we were just hoping to get, you know, a, a, a group of folks uh, together who – so we decided, okay, let's let's think big. Mm-hmm. Let's try for 120 women. And what we also did is we invited about 14 ministries to display uh, women's ministries because we wanted women to be able to, uh, to get plugged in and mm-hmm. serve in the areas of their passions and callings. So we know we're not all things to all people. So we just wanted to be basically a platform – where women could launch into uh, into the areas that they that they are interested in serving the Lord in. Hmm. So we had our conference, and of all things, we ended up with 136 women, 136 women and a wait list because we ran out of room. Hmm. Wow! So there was a, and we were originally just focused on smaller churches, but we ended up having I, I thought it was more, but just 22 churches represented there. Wow! And there were some large women from large churches. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's what we started out with. Now we're going to have two conferences a year and then we also have workshops every month and you can the people can find out what those are uh, by going to our website www.deepwaterwomen.com now what kind of uh, uh, impact did you see from the women that came to the conference uh, what did they say to you afterward oh my goodness i tell you what we had such a great great feedback with that and one of the things that we love is even now women are connecting with the other women. We had them at tables. That's why we could only get 136 in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're connecting. They're following up with each other. They're starting small groups. They are um, they are coming to some of the workshops. They are, you know, basically some of our workshops are a little bit different than what you normally find. We want to, for example, Donna is doing one on how to start a 501c3 mm-hmm. because there's a lot of women who have great ideas for ministries, but mm-hmm. they don't know how to get them off the ground. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And also um, we're having one on self-publishing, on blogging, and there's a lot of wonderful women with great messages messages that just don't know how to get them out there. Yeah, that's so great. So we're, we're trying to cover those kinds of things as well as the spiritual growth. Um, and we're getting we're getting fabulous responses. Great, awesome. I think in uh, June you're having one uh, joy life mapping, looking for the fingerprints of God. That's right. I noticed in February you're having a uh, how can this happen? A silent retreat. How does anything get oh. communicated? <laughs> Hopefully it's a one-way. <laughs> Lots of sign language. That's right. That's Mimes. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's one thing. Amy, as a matter of fact, is very, very involved with that and leading silent retreats. And so every quarter, Donna has a beautiful home in the mountains. So every quarter we're having a silent retreat. Wow. Amy's going to lead it up in the mountains at Donna's home. That would be hard for me. I'm so, I'm so used to not having dead air. I, I, yeah. Silence is just <laughs> yeah. hard for me. Yeah, yeah. we've got to have noise. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. July, this is really cool because you said you kind of cover the gamut, right? I mean, yeah. you're talking about spiritual stuff, being mm-hmm. silent before the Lord, mm-hmm. figuring out the footprints. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Blended families, I think, is what, July yeah. maybe? Yeah. Foster parents. So yes. these are really great workshops, spiritual and practical. They all work together. We need them both. Need it all. So uh, check out, let's see, uh, deepwaterwomen.com. A little bit on the conference. That's coming up the 16th. What are you guys, all three of you are going to speak basically, right? We, we do. We do. We all we all speak. Um, 
This one is on May 16th. We are just now finalizing the location, so we don't have that to announce yet. But um, we, but women, if women are interested, they could go to our website. We will post it as soon as we have that. And uh, it does fill up uh, mm-hmm. just to, if, if you are interested in coming. This next workshop, this next uh, conference is going to be Surfs Up. And Ooh, so it's very, like yes, it's going to be focused on uh, swimming with the spirit and then also understanding God's word, um, working, uh, uh, you know, uh, putting your life in order, a uh, biblical order so that you are refreshed and just those types of things. Hmm. And uh, we're really looking forward to doing that. That'll be fun. This this really seems to be uh, just gaining momentum, uh, just uh, speeding by rapidly. Is there a challenge for you to, uh, and I know you have to have things, uh, you have to have your ducks in a row and know what's coming up, mm-hmm. but how hard, difficult is it for you to not walk obediently one step at a time and had have, have everything planned out? <laughs> you know is what? that a challenge at all with Ooh. something like this? Well, I tell, you what, I tell you what is amazing to us is the women and the people that God is putting in our, in our path. And, for example, uh, the, the woman that's doing the, you know, finding the fingerprints of God in your life, uh, Mary, she is she is such a gifted woman. She does those workshops, and she just came to us and said, "Can I do one of those?" Wow. And of course, you know, we we definitely want to sponsor those types of things. Mm-hmm. So we are just kind of um, we are not having to go out and find a lot, you know, and and do a lot of scrounging around. It's coming to us, and then of course we're learning as we go. We learn yeah. what women are most interested in, and we're trying to offer those things as well. And awesome get some feedback. Patty, uh, Patty Gordon, and her book is called Barefoot in a Broken World. Pick it up. You can, I'm sure, get it at Amazon. Also go to pattygordon.com, the I there in Patty, not a Y, and also go to deepwaterwomen.com. Thank you, Patty. Great story. Have a great, uh, have a great Wednesday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you.